Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Sheffield Live. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. Happy New Year to you all. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm joined in the studio by James Hargreaves. Hello. And our very special guest, all-round Sheffield music man and personality, it's Carl Maloney. Oh, you're right. Complete without cats. I'm not very happy. No cats. No. Not coming with me today. Had enough of them. Kept them at home. The little monkeys. We only wanted the cats. We didn't want you. I know, We just I wanted know, you to I bring know, the cats. I know, they are, they are better than me, but <laughs> you're, st- <laughs> you're stuck with me today, lads. Sorry. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad to have you here. What what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm a fan of the show. I'm glad you and I'm I'm, 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 I'm glad you've invited me down because I've I've learned new oh, phrase, phrases and things from you guys. Wow! So like chewing gum for the eyeballs. I'm, I I've started just, using it. I've started using it. I knew it wasn't a real phrase. It's not a real it? phrase. I'm going to Google this right now. Yeah, yeah. Get that sorted. Can no we get to the bottom of that, please? And my favourite show when you had your Neil on the other day were just oh. an amazing. I've had me yeah, grapefruit <laughs> and cherry on this morning, so I'm feeling particularly fruity for the show. Um, you're, you're always fruity. I'm, yeah, I'm just ready to get weird. Let's do it. Marvellous. <laughs> Marvellous. Well, um, Happy New Year, as I've said. Happy New Year to you too. It's the first time I've seen you since uh, the New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Well, you anyway, I haven't seen you for, since that gig at the Washington. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I drove past you, by the way. You, oh, you, you didn't ignored yeah, me. Uh, yeah, ignored didn't, you. Yeah. Sorry, didn't hear me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was more saying Happy New Year to the listeners rather than you two. No, I've already done that. D- don't. Yeah, well, I, I was doing my bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, fair enough then, yeah. yeah so, happy New Year, listeners. Don't care about these two. Well, I'm sick of hearing that phrase. Let's move on. Oh, it's funny because I've got ABBA with Happy New Year. Oh, right, okay, fair <laughs> Um, so what did you get up to over the new year, Carl? Did you do anything uh, to celebrate the uh, um, Yeah, I, I, I hurt myself on Boxing Day. Uh, I went out drinking all day. I went to the Dogs in Hillsborough. First thing, started drinking about 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Oasis thing at Rocking Chair. Oasis versus Stone Roses thing at Rocking Chair. And had a good boogie and a dance and a drink with a few people from the local Sheffield music scene John Joe Keane got me into trouble again oh he's, he's um, trouble so, causing yeah, yeah I got so I'm, I've, I've just started to feel alright and I'm ready for it's 2016 now and just proper kick into tomorrow and yeah. just get back to work and just get back to normal no yeah I'm back to work tomorrow but I've got an admin day so I'm working from home so oh it's sort of like God. a stepping stone back into work. So oh, quite, that's not bad, is it? Quite pleased with that, actually. I'm not looking forward to all the Facebook statuses later on now when people have had two weeks off. I know, I just yeah. bore me and just... I, have, you, have you been working over the Yuletide period? I've, done, I've worked a couple of days. But, you know, it is what it is. But I'm not looking forward to social media. I'm, I'm, not, go, I'm not going on social media later because they, they bore the hell out of me. When <laughs> yeah. people are due back to work after a holiday, just take that Monday off. Yeah, stop moaning about it. Just do or get post something it. original. That's all you need <laughs> yes. to do. Just yeah, be amusing. Everybody knows that the third of January. Bodger likes Monday. mashed potato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone knows that people are going back to work. We don't need you to tell yeah, us how rubbish care. it is for you, and, and we don't care. Yeah, well, I've had um, I, I broke up on Christmas Eve. And it's the first year that I've not worked over Christmas, um, so it's felt really strange. But now 
it's it feels like it's gone really quickly. So yeah, yeah, I've got to work tomorrow, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, uh, what did we do? We went up to the Queen's Ground in Hillsborough and uh, had a few drinks. Yes, we uh, we met a guy wearing a hat who was called Guy. Yeah, he was called the Guy. The guy in the hat was called yeah. Guy. Crocodile Dundee man. <laughs> yes. as, uh, somebody kept saying really loudly. <laughs> um, oh, poor guy. Yeah, no, he was he was all right. A bit weird, actually. Um, he said, well, I said, you, do you live around here? He says, yeah, I live, live around the back of the pub. I said, all right. I said, um, how long have you lived up then? He says, oh, I moved into Sheffield about 1990. I said, all right. Where from? He said, Peniston. <laughs> well, <I> could, <laughs> yeah, no, that's really far away. All right, mad traveller. Relax. <laughs> uh, but no, we had a good night, didn't we? So um, why was he wearing that hat then? Was was he any kind of Australian? I was obviously so drunk, I can't remember. No, he's from Peniston. Yeah, yeah you just said, said that. <laughs> I don't but, know. Well, I mean, originally, I, I can't remember if he had an accent or anything. But yeah, he, he wore a Crocodile Dundee hat. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we had, a, we had a few songs on the karaoke, didn't we? I say you we, did. me. You did. I did. You go far. Um... All the, all the Have you got a special ones. that you do? You, Luke, you've got a special that you do, surely. Yeah, actually, I didn't do it. Normally, I do. Shirley Bassey. No, <laughs> I ain't got the range. No, or the heels. No, yeah. Normally, I do uh, crocodile. Uh, no, that's not right. I've got crocodiles and demi. What am I on about? <laughs> what am I on about? Rocket Man by Elton John. That's a what classic, I normally do. A classic. Yeah, I've got the range wow. for that. Nail that one. No, we did. Uh, me and me and Faith did um, uh, the Pogues. Yes. Yeah. What else? Oh, we did it. We did a beautiful South number. Human League, obviously. Yeah, uh, I did. I did no. a bit of Tom Jones, actually. You, you I did. She's a lady. You monopolised the karaoke. Yeah. You were... But I've seen. I've seen a bloke stood on corner at road the other day. Uh, earlier on today, yeah. and he says that our eight good. <laughs> oh so, God, you got a fan. I know. Yeah, big bad Bob. Well, there was you and uh, there was that Richard fella who who monopolised it as well. Him who did the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah, I know. I think I were better than him. <laughs> it's not a competition. You're not on the voice. You're going to bite him out of Crystal Maze? Richard O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're no. bringing Crystal Maze to London, aren't they? They're, oh, actually, they're. they're actually making a, a Crystal Maze um, like attraction where you can pay to go in and do all the challenges as a team. We'll start the fans, please! It's a bit, a bit stressful, that. I did, I did the um, Crack the Code thing in town. Oh, yeah. Recently. Is that any good? Yeah, really good. Really good. I'd recommend it. It looks fun. It was like a, a, a third world, not third world, a Cold War scenario where you've got to escape these prisoners out of a thing in it. Uh, a group of friends come over from Manchester and we all did it. And you have to you have to crack the code within 60 minutes. And we got out in like 58 minutes. It was right like 10 to end. And it were, it were really good. I don't, I, I don't want to say any more and spoil it for anybody. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend Crack the Code in Sheffield. Yeah. Well, I like it like that because it's different, isn't it? And yes. Yeah. Well, it's just different. And just you, a it, group, it is different. involved. It's like um, I, I know it's not the same, but like paintball, I don't want that way. You're doing stuff, and you, mm. you know, oh, don't have a drink before you go in though, because they literally lock you in a room for sixty minutes. Really? Yeah, it, it got tense there. I needed one of those wee wees um, <laughs> about forty-five minutes in, and uh, kind of spoiled it for spoiled it for me a little bit. Right, because uh, I was, you know, panicking a bit. But, so whilst cracking yeah. the code, cracking the code is you were bent yeah. double. Yes, definitely. Sure, that contravenes all health and safety regulations. It's a public place and there's no toilet. No, there is one. You just um, can't get to it. Oh, you've got, you've got <laughs> to crack the code to get to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm building up tension. They let me out to go, um, but you know, nobody spoke to me on the way out. The only problem is that they let people out after 60 minutes if you don't crack the code. Whereas I don't think stupidity should be rewarded. Yeah. How hard is it? Is it hard? Yeah, I, I, if if it weren't for my clever friends from over in Manchester that did a lot of it, uh, uh, right. I, I wouldn't have done it in 60 minutes. 
I fancy doing something like that. I went to do yeah. a maze. They do, uh, you know, near Cannonall Farm in, in mm. uh, Barnes. It's going out towards Goldthorpe or somewhere like yeah. that. Yeah. They do. They have a maze made of corn. They call it a the maze. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's obviously only through the summer because of the winter. It all gets wet and trampled and whatnot. And it's really good. It's really mm. good. But um, we we got lost, so I got fed up and just used the map. <laughs> Why not? Good day out though. No. Good day, especially if you've got kids. Just just climb over it all. I know it's too far too tall it's really tall is it? yeah they grow like right tall I can't. don't know how tall <laughs> probably like three metres high Luke's arms are in the air it's that tall yeah you know men- mentioned the crystal maze you know what a crystal maze is don't you it's chewing gum for the eyeballs oh. which, which I've just googled Classic. and lots of people are saying it. it's not just me it's it, gone full it, circle it, it is a, it, big, it's, yeah, it's you a know, saying it's all the Bosnians because we're big in Bosnia you know massive yeah. in Macedonia yeah. now we're on Acast yeah, but the, Bos- oh, the Bosnians. Oh, uh, oh, uh. <laughs> I wish I wish I knew some Bosnian to, yeah, to say. Um, to say I don't... thanks. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll come back to that. Let me. Yeah. yeah. Well, just just before though, you can tweet in just as Nick Rosie has done. Oh, is uh, it? Andy, he said, "Can we give a shout out to Colin Rosie?" So, oh, hi, Colin. Colin. <laughs> Colin. Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Colin's made us breakfast this morning, and it was it was we really good. It's well, made you breakfast. Where's mine? You don't need any breakfast. <laughs> I don't. I've got a stockpile in it. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to waste away. I, I, I can live for at least a year without any food when, <laughs> yeah. when, when the apocalypse comes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, big shout out to Colin. You yeah. thought I were on Radio 1. I had to correct him. <laughs> Fortunately, not made it that, that big yet. Well, it's probably a good thing. He wanted me to do my radio voice and I got too embarrassed. <laughs> it's probably okay. a good thing because everyone on Radio 1 is getting arrested nowadays, aren't they, so... Ooh, uh, there we go. But yes, Nick oh, tweeted yeah. us in just as you can by uh, tweeting us at Nick the squeak. Nick Winshaw. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nick. Yeah. He's on the run. Yeah. He- <laughs> I meant I meant the older style ones, but uh, yeah, um, you could tweet us in at the squeak. It's T H E S Q W E E K, or you could get us on the Facebook at slash the squeak. Marvelous, right? Um, we better uh, be, be, be. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm say we better, I agree with better, every, every noise. We better play some music. Yes. Well, remember last week we couldn't get to track 13. That's because oh. it only went up to 12, if I remember. Yeah, well, that was my own fault because I, I didn't do the disc properly. But, uh, yeah, the, the song that we were going to play was Kong, who was, we've mentioned a couple of times, who supported the Sherlock's plug. They are a good band. Um, bit of a, an indie punk band. Uh, and they're back headlining at the O2 Academy in March, I think. And this one is called Fake Tan and Desperation. Here it is. It's Kong on the squeak.
best friend. That's the way it's got to end. And that's Kong. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's made me laugh. And that's Kong. Kong. <laughs> uh, with fake talent and desperation, which is quite apt for a song about West Street. Yeah, mm, yeah it's like a zoo these days. Yeah. Uh, talking about uh, going out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and talking about zoos. Uh, when's your next gig, Carl? Um, I'm not doing anything in January at all. Are you doing uh, dry January? Because I am. Uh, no, I had a pint earlier. I know, so yeah. I, ru- I ruined it. That was for the benefit of the listeners. Two, <laughs> two actually. You had two pints. Yeah, I fancied a little drink this morning. and Well, this morning. Oh, that's not bad, doesn't it? Anyway, yes. back to gigs. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, February, I'm back at Frog and Pirate on 4th of February. Now, um, I wanted yeah, to talk to you about music. No. Um, well, yeah, technically I do. Um, Elvis reference in there. Uh, Danny Pietnik, now we had him on a good few weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, and we've sort of... Has he got in touch with you? Or we yeah, put no, him in I, touch I, with I heard him on the show and liked what he did. He's good, um, isn't he? Yeah, I like he's, well, he's very good. So I've I, I sent him a message and invited him down. I've got Ryan Young and his band on at Washington on 13th of February, day before Valentine's Day, you know. Ah. One, one for the couples. Um, so yeah, I've got Ryan Young um, and Danny Pietnik down at the Washington. I've still to finalise a third person yet, but yeah, looking forward to that one, yeah. Oh, I'll do it. There you go, you're on. Yeah. Well, I was going to say... A night of Bross covers. <laughs> I like Bross. Have I just said that out loud? Yes. Yeah. On the radio as well, for all for all, all the Bosnian listeners to hear. <laughs> yeah. But that, that uh, that's good, isn't it? It shows that this show really works. So if you're in a band, get in touch and send us your music. Because obviously yeah. we, we got... Uh, we got Danny a gig with Carl through listening to the show. We got no Hatoshis signed. Yeah, that that's definitely us that did that. Yeah, uh, with the amazing goose. Good work there. Uh, which with a shout out as well to Mr. Peeps, who's apparently listening, who's uh, big over in Manchester. He's got a, a great little podcast as well. Yeah, yeah as I had listened to it on the day's podcast. It's a it's a it's just proper music based. He, he's a big advocate for getting people out of out of the chairs at home and going out to see local live music in Manchester. And I'm. 100% behind him with that one. And, and we should probably give Mr. Peeps uh, a bit a bit of credit for getting them signed, because he, nope. he probably had more to do with them. Or me. Or me. I, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, really like that one. Um, and the, we've got a new... Uh, no Hatches. No no Hatches. <laughs> I'm shortening it down. No Hot Ashes song today. Yes. Of course. Yeah, so, Mr. Peeps um, has sent it through through, through Carl. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, cheers, mate. To both of those gentlemen, we'll play that later on. Yeah. So it's worth mentioning that Carl, when we say Carl's gigs, it's not necessarily you playing Carl as you used to. Oh no, definitely not. But it's Carl. Maloney Nobody presents. wants that anymore. Nobody wants that anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for 2016. I've, uh, 2015 were a big learning curve for me because it was my first full year of putting bands on and just I don't know doing a bit of promotion for bands. I'm, I'm I just want to give local young bands a platform to do what they do and by doing the videos that I do on Carmoni Presents TV and, and and giving them a chance to not just play in front of 50 people at the Frog and Parrot or Washington or whatever uh, give them a chance to play to a few more hundred people online and social media as well mm. I think it really benefits them and and me because I get benefits of that they do and it's all one big hug really yeah I like it I think I think we, you know we've said continuously on here um, that we are blessed with the amount of local talent that we've got yeah. and it's it's really good that so so many bands and different bands all go out and support each other we mm-hmm. saw it when we went to see um, October Drift and Slow Readers and, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Our Saving Day at um, 
the upstairs room in the court, the local authority room. So many, so many different guys doing different stuff. All You'll see on a Friday or Saturday night, just after eleven o'clock at Washington, mm. how many people from bands just all go to one place to commune and just have a just have a good laugh with each other and just mess about. It's, I think it's great. It seems to be a destination place for all the local guys because mm. they'll do gigs in Leadmill or Plug or whatever, and then come back to Washington afterwards yeah. and have a bit of a drink and a and, and a chill. It's a, it's a real tradition as well because Washington has been that way for as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. Like through through like the nineties in the nineties, you'd walk in and you'd see like Pulp in there, you'd see Nick Banks or, or Jarvis or whoever. And as 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 it's come through, you know, Arctic Monkeys used to go in there every so often, and uh, Reverend Makers you see in there every so often. It's, it's a real hotbed of uh, talent around Sheffield. And it's great to see people when they've had a few and all just yeah. be a bit weird. Yeah. I like that. That's my favourite bit. <laughs> Unlike you, who's just weird when you haven't yeah, had a few well, as well. Yeah, I know, yeah, but, you know, I don't like not being a personality. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do have my boring moments. I do, I do have a bit of a split personality. Professional at work, a nightmare out of work. That's, that's the way I like Work it. hard and play hard. Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> so so you you got your gig nights you do, uh, yeah. where, you, where you put on local talent. You've got your podcast. You've got the Carbaloni Presents TV. Uh, I, love, I love the podcast side of it. Yeah. Just like just like your, what you're doing with this show. You, you might not get too many listeners live, but that could turn into hundreds of listeners later on in a podcast. And in that, Macedonia. In Macedonia, <laughs> in Bosnia, yeah. So I've, I've, I am on Acast, iTunes, YouTube. I've got all my, my podcasts on all those different areas. And I, I just, yeah, it, it's a little voice for me just to carry on showing off after I've hung my guitar up. Uh, and I enjoy doing it. And this, next week, I've got a new podcast out. It's a DMF Digital special where I've got interviews with all the people from down at DMF Digital. I've got an interview with Ian Britt. His new song, Run, Ian Britt. So if you've not heard it, just have a listen to that tune. It's amazing. You played it a few weeks ago, I think. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, and we have a good chat with Lenny and Joe from the A&R down at DMF Digital. It's a, mm. it's a special uh, that's coming out next week as well, so... You know, I'm sure you'll hear about it because I'm one of those people that aren't shy in getting things out on social media. Um, but I don't, I don't make any apologies for that either. You know, it's, to be it's, fair, hard, to get, it's the, hard to get it out. Yeah, that's the way it's going, isn't it? I think. Yeah. You look at, I mean, you've got all these bands now that are uh, fighting over each other almost to try and get mm. to where they want to get to. So they've got to be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat, some of them. Uh, there's probably some that I don't even know about. Yeah, there's loads, like there's specific band ones as well. It's a, it's a job in itself, just yeah, just updating yeah. them all, isn't it? Yeah, there's there's programs you can get which post to them all at the same time. Yeah. Which, uh, it's it's not ideal to do, but you know it's the only way like to manage it. Sometimes. I don't like it when I see a Facebook post that's got a, an at Twitter yeah thing yeah. on it. I, I, you know, yeah. but you know if it makes people's life easier, I suppose it does a job. Well, Facebook and Twitter don't like each other anyway, so yeah. if you post to Twitter through Facebook, your tweet doesn't get as much prominence through Twitter's uh, See, algorithm I, and I vice do versa. It, I do it the other way around, because yeah. you can get a, a, a thing called selective tweets, yeah. where if you put hashtag FB on the end, yeah. and it will post it to Facebook. So if you do it that way around, that's a lot better. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, Danny Pietnik's listening anyway, so um, he's just said thanks for the mention. Mentioned him again. Looking forward to hearing you play, Danny Boy. He's probably going to tune out now he's got the mention. <laughs> just <laughs> make sure we plug the gig. He's oh, off. Yeah. Well, you've got a song of his coming up in a bit, haven't you? So. Well, I think we're going to play a couple, actually, because we're on for two hours today, the, ex- the extended two-hour special. Yeah. Um, Paul Sellers back, still a bit dodgy, so thank you, Paul. Yeah, get well, well soon again, right. Paul. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, that's Carmelone in a nutshell. 
yeah, you know, I do what I do. I'm, ju- I'm just here to... I, I used to be a big part of the local Sheffield music scene when I were in a band, and I miss that. Yeah. And it's just nice to still have, play a small part in, in it, you know. That's, well, that's all it is. Um, you were in Seven Hills Band. How, oh, uh, I mean, I know, band. I know we're going Ray back. Band. We're going back a while now. But just tell us, uh, tell us how that all came about. Was that from uni or whatever? No, we're all friends from Myrtle Springs School. Uh, we all wanted to be in a band for ten years, and it and it happened. We weren't particularly well. I was, but the rest of the band weren't particularly uh, bothered about working too hard. Well, when we had Neil on, um, we played um, one of one of the tracks Aye. from back in the day, uh, and. I remember saying, "Oh, the guitar works good on this." Not just because it was yeah. you. It was a good song. It was yeah. a good song. That. Yeah, we were. We were all right. We, we did all right. We just made the mistake of playing too many Sheffield shows within a short period of time, which on People hindsight not is not up. a great thing to do these yeah. days. But we used to play the Grapes every every Monday. It felt like, um, and maybe West Street Live on the Friday, and just all we, we just, it was just a bit too much. We never we never got out of Sheffield. We did the odd gig at the Cavern and little bits and pieces all over the country, but we we never kind of. You know, got out of Sheffield really, which you know, in hindsight, looking back, weren't well, great. Depends. But we enjoyed we enjoyed it, and we had, and we had a good time. And you know, I've got no regrets looking back. That's what I mean. I think when you're in, how many were you? Four, six, six, six. six yeah. So when there's six here, if you if you're not all pulling in the same direction, it's yeah. never going to work out, is it? In in, in the long run, we all but, wanted stuff to happen, but five of them couldn't be bothered. That's what I mean. <laughs> and that's I hope you're listening, and you, you've ruined you've ruined Carl's life. Yes. Yeah, go, I, I want to do one more big gig if you are. Yes, I'm go, up for it. go and think about what you've done. Yes. Um, no, it's you like can get the, the current Seven Hills to support Seven Hills. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd <laughs> that, be good. Yeah, that'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think there's another Seven Hills in Edinburgh and all. Yeah, get was, them down. That was really funny was when, when James said, "Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard a, I've heard a band called the Seven Hills, but I couldn't find any of their music, so I've I've just picked another band with the same name." <laughs> <laughs> I had Huds on down at uh, the uh, Sheffield. Uh, Seven Hills down at Frog and Pirate recently. We had a mm. chat about that because we've just released all our back catalogue on iTunes and everything. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's kind of clashing with theirs a little bit. Yeah. So I hope yeah. they get a few downloads from it and we do as yeah, well. It from it. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. We're naming it. You can't do it. You can't separate bands on iTunes, apparently. No, you can't. It's the name's just the name. So yeah. Yeah, well, it's just one of them things. That's why the, the sort of groups or artists of today um, are spelling the names wrong, aren't they? Yeah. It's like... You're supposed to pronounce it Western, aren't you? But it's W-S-T-R-N. And I yeah. will I will refuse to call them Western because it's W-S-T-R-N. Uh, and it's like the Weekend D is spelled W-E-E-K-N-D. So it's not the Weekend, it's the Weekend D. I don't know. I'm not the best speller in the world, but I always try and make it right. Well, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, and I said, I'd, it goes through me, and then James, you brought up the fact that it's because if you search on Google... That's exactly it. You can find who you're looking for. We played with uh, Moscow a few weeks ago. Um, Moscow are a fantastic band. They're one, they're one of the best bands I've seen live in the last few years. And you just can't find them online because you search for Moscow and you get Russia, don't you? So, right. um, they yeah. are a great band. I remember seeing them at uh, uh, Crooks. Yeah, the Grindstone. The indie, oh. indie Project. Yeah, right, great, yeah. But yeah, they 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 were good. They are good. They are. Well, they they did. Um, well, they've done the last two tram lines at Crystal, right? And uh, Nick, the lead singer there, he's just a maverick. He will climb over all the tables. He, he ran outside singing one of his songs and stuff like that. He's <laughs> he, he got the you know the little um, wheel panels that you get to lug your gear around. Right. He got one of them and was just surfing through the crowd and stuff like that <laughs> while singing. He's, he's, I like that. There should be more of that about. He's a legend. 
Well, um, we're going to give uh, Donny Pianning some air time now. So he was uh, he was played by BBC introducing a few a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, last year now, and uh, obviously he's playing at uh, he's playing a couple of gigs for you um, in the next. Yeah, I've got him at Frog and Parrot in March and all. And um, Washington in and Washington 13th, in February, yeah, cool. taking over the world. He is right indeed taking the world by storm. Well, I sent him two dates, and he said, "Yeah, I'll have both." So I can't really argue <laughs> with that. Well, well done, bless him. For yeah. <laughs> bless him. He's an eager beaver. What can I say? Yeah, yeah, good on you. So um, we're going to play uh, Isabel. This is this is a slightly uh, well. He's, he's an acoustic artist, so it's going to be a bit slow. But I love this one. Um, this is. It won't play. There we go. This is uh, this is one that he recorded uh, at his old unit, and it's uh, it's a lovely little track. It's called Isabel. Isabel, come back to me. Isabel, come back to me. I needed something to remind me of you. Cause when you crept into my garden. Isabel, come back to me There's still things you have to see The sky grows darker when it's cold in your eyes Like fading photographs of in the light Now watch these days turn cold She's already gone Now watch these nights turn on She's already gone She's already gone Danny Pietnik there then with uh, with Isabel. <laughs> Carl laughs away to himself. <laughs> he can't he can't wait for Danny's gig, can he? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, two gigs uh, uh, with Carl Maloney presents uh, February and March. Um, I'm, I'm come down, get yourself out of your armchair, just have a com- walk down to Washington and. Frog I'm, I'm going to be coming. Um, Good lad. Who else did he say on for them? 
Well, on the 4th of February, um, yeah. Oh, you've got me it's, out. It's oh. me doing Bross and who else? You're doing Bross and... <laughs> it's the Cosmos, isn't it? The Cosmos uh, are, de- are definitely on, but they don't want to be played with anybody else. They just want a full two hours on their own, which I think is fair enough. We're a band of that type of quality, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to let talent be talent, aren't you, sometimes? And they're, uh, it's what they they're doing the concept album from start to finish, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, things not working. Uh, come back to me in a bit, lads. All right, well, just uh, we've had a tweet as well from Mr. Peeps. We were talking about him a bit ago, Mr. Pe- at Mr. Peeps says. Uh, and he says, nice one. There's loads of proper music about, which there obviously is. He was liking the Kong track, and he's saying the uh, No Hot Ashes tune that we're going to play in a bit is smooth as funk. Mmm. Mm. Because it, it is. is you. It is very funky. Oh, I'm looking forward to that, then. I, I'm really liking No Hot Ashes at the minute. When did they bring in the uh, follow-up to Goose out? Uh, Geese. Well, Goose is actually quite an old one. Is it? That was... That was Kind of earlier last year, and then they released um, Smooth, which we're going to play, and another one as kind of a double A side, I think it was, oh, in, right. in September. So uh, we've got Smooth coming up. Um, yeah, uh, I, I bet they've got something else coming up because they've, they've been doing well over in Manchester a lot. So. I think he, he mentioned something on email the other day they are going to be booking a gig in Sheffield soon, so, oh, I hope um, so. I'll. Let you know when as soon as he lets me know because I, I love this band and I think they're great. Mm. So, Carl, Carl Malone. Yes, I, I, I feel I feel strange calling you Carl. That's all right because I'm used to referring to you as Carl Maloney. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So, Carl Maloney. You called him worse last time. On 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 off mic though. <laughs> yeah. On the show, you said Carl Maloney right deep once, and then just didn't say anything after. <laughs> that sounds like me to a T. To be Carl to be honest, Maloney. Did I, do it I, in I, the, uh, did I do it in my X Factor? I think you did, yeah. I did AJ. All that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. Are you sure it wasn't in his sexy voice? It's like, oh, calm, Maloney. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, let's get down. This is for all the people at home on a Sunday. Alone. There's nobody at home on a Sunday. They're all in Boozer. Uh, right, fair enough. Um, Brilliant. So, calm, Maloney. How did you get into... Um, what you're doing now then? So you moved, you progressed from band. I stopped, I, I stopped band. being in a band. It all kind of fell apart when people got boring and had kids and that. Um, so I just carried on looking for stuff to do to show off, really, because I'm a bit like that. So for about a year, I did stand up comedy for a bit all over England. Really? Yeah, I did quite a lot of travelling, uh, Newcastle. It, it got quite, it, it got too much. I, to be any good at that kind of thing, you need to be doing it two or three, four times a week. So I was travelling to Leeds, Newcastle, Manchester three times a week just to What do you mean, just to gigs. keep on top of your game? Like? Just to do gigs and get five minutes yeah. spots wherever you can. Yeah. And the travelling got a bit too much, so I kind of like fell into hosting a few local Sheffield music gigs. So I did I did a, a few things at the Forum for uh, the exposed um, Yorkshire Unplugged thing. West, uh, Western Park Live I, did, I got into. Um, so I, I ended up falling into local Sheffield music and hosting gigs and found out I was quite good at it. Um, so I'd made a decision to do my own gigs, and, and that's kind of where I am, really. I suppose if you've worked in that environment for long enough, you'll get to know a lot of bands, won't you? Yeah, you do. Um, and I've, you know, a, a lot of my friends are in bands, or they they know people in bands, and it's quite it's quite easy to contact people if, if you're interested in a band or you've heard something on radio or whatever. Jump on Facebook, search for a band name, send them a message, mm. tell them what yeah. you're all about. If they're bothered, they're bothered. If they're not, they're not. And then that's it, it's, that. It is that easy. Yeah. Which you know. 
tell you what I've seen a lot of recently is that um, if there's any aspiring musicians out there that want to get into a band, join all the groups on Facebook because yeah. I've seen loads of people, you know, wanting a drummer or a bassist or a vocalist or whatever. Yeah, the Sheffield Musicians yeah. Facebook page you type in. Do you know, I always wanted to be in a band, but I used to work in retail, so... You never mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know, yeah. Um, so so working late nights and weekends, it was a bit bit problematic. So yeah. I just never really followed it up, but I always fancied it. But then, like you say, if some people... It's a good laugh. I, I fell out of love over years in it, and that's when, that's when I knew I was starting to get into what to end of it, when I couldn't be bothered to rehearse. Yeah. Go, yeah. Going into a cold room. At, yeah, and yeah, just not just generally... Yeah. And yeah, just not liking the new stuff anymore and just wanting to play old stuff all the time. Yeah. That's when you know it's over. I think I remember the first time I saw you guys, you gave me a ticket for... You supported, I think it was Complete Stone Roses, was it, at Lead Mill? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I was a that. few hundred tickets for that. Really. Yeah, it was packed. That was a yeah. uh, really good gig. Complete Stone Roses were good as well. Yeah, we've supported like Shed 7, Inspiral Carpets, and Milburn were amaz- an amazing gig. We've supported them. Mm. Um, Jude and Suke, who were Revenue the Makers now, yeah. supported them and done big gigs at the boardwalk. I, just, I, want, I want the people that have made money out of Sheffield Music to... Have a think about taking that boardwalk over. I think. Yeah, that needs to be done. We should. We should join the best venue ever in Sheffield. We, yeah. we, we should. I'll like, chip. I'll chip in. It's not just yeah. people that have made a few quid. I think everybody should contribute. And well, it used to run as a collective effort. almost, yeah. didn't it? Because you, you had like all the guys behind the bar that were in the bands that played there and stuff like that. What, yeah, yeah. what, what was the story then? How come it ended up shutting? So I, I was it? Was it? Uh, was it like a free house, or were they playing rent, or or what? It stood empty for a while, didn't it? And yeah. then, then it turned into uh, Twist and Fuel for a bit. Mm. From what I understand, I never went in there when it was Twist and Fuel, but they gutted the place and took all the stage out and everything. And well, I, I never went... When it changed over, I never went in the upstairs bit, which was where I'd been before. Right. So I don't know how different it was. Um, yeah. But the I upstairs would imagine... bit, do you mean the, the actual boardwalk bit or the, the old mucky duck bit underneath? No, the the boardwalk bit. Yeah. That's, I, but I never went in there after it changed over so I don't know yeah. what it was like so I'm guessing they probably have a massive big stage proper big PA an amazing floor space that the could fit a good 200-300 people yeah. um, and a bar outside it were perfect it's, it's ideal I think we should we should do it we should kickstarter it or something and I just, think so just get the money together to get that if anybody's got a spare bit of time on their hands and, uh, and lots of money yeah, yeah. yeah that's actually a good question Carl which we ask of every kind of musician that's come in would, would you and, like to give us some money <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah could, it's, it's, it's just to, straight after Christmas it's um, Peter playing here Carl yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, okay, didn't mention enough. that yeah we could do you take new chip microphone. and pin well, you, I think your answer might be a bit, be a bit different to everyone else's because you're from a bit back from everyone else because we've been asking current musicians and stuff. But what's the best venue that you've played in? Oh, yeah. Boardwalk. Boardwalk. I would say the Boardwalk, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm not too keen on the O2 Academy setup. It's, it's, it's a bit cold in there and it's a bit... Do you know as well, which is probably less important, but it gets really, really hot in there. Yes. You know, when there's a lot of people and a, and a, a big band set up, it just gets unbearable. In the, in the two one? Oh, in, in two is, uh, I really don't like two as much as like anywhere else really. But a, a big band in the O2 Sheffield is amazing. It, 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 I like yeah that, in the main room. It's well, like right. a like a, a, a poorly advertised um, local band night at the O2. It, 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 I, I were in Seven Hills and I, I played that gig and used and liked it on your CV as a gig to play, but. Uh, they, they always seemed a bit of an anticlimax because you have to yeah. sell so many tickets at quite high price to play there. 
yeah. that it, it sometimes falls a bit flat for me, them, them gigs. But at O2 Academy 2 should... It feels like it should be a lot better than it always ends up being for Yeah, me. yeah. So it's it's yeah. a nice you little mean, room. Do you mean room 2? Is that yeah, upstairs? Yeah, upstairs. Right, right. Yeah. okay. It's, uh, it's a nice room. It's a bit... No, it's laid out a bit like Leadmill. It's a long yeah. stage down the side, isn't it? And uh, the bar in the corner, the world's tiniest bar in the corner. That's extortionate, by the way, but that's another matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, it feels like it should be absolutely amazing every time you go in. And it just, for some reason, it's a yeah. letdown. I can't work out what it is in there. I did, I did, I did really enjoy the grapes. Grapes, yeah. I, I thought you were Load, going to loads of good, Loads of good memories from the grapes. It, it's like, it, the grapes has to be on par with the old... Boardwalk for yeah. me, definitely. What was just it like? The, I think I, I saw you guys in the grapes and just the six people. Six people on that, on that stage. onto the smallest yeah, stage yeah. ever. Me, me and all being like, I, I am technically two people size-wise. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's quite, yeah, it were sweaty and interesting. It, it was. Did you ever go in the grapes, Luke? <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I went in on St. Patrick's Day, but not on, not when there was a gig on. All right, well... The grapes used to be upstairs, yeah. just going upstairs, which was a, a fire hazard in itself, <laughs> yeah, waiting, yeah. waiting to happen, into the smallest room ever, with the uh, smallest right. stage ever, no. and it it was brilliant every time you went in, yeah. like awesome acts, awesome atmosphere, I used to love it in there. Yep, so the, the Arctic Monkeys played the first ever gig supporting my band, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. I'm <laughs> going to get sworn out so many times. <laughs> I don't care. Once or twice. Every opportunity I'm going to say that, yeah. so quicker you deal with it, quicker you get over well, it. Well, look what happened since then, no call. Well, I know, yeah. Where are they now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Bless them. That's it, you're, you're hosting gigs and being I, bitter about your friends in the band not I, wanting to play anymore. I, did, I, did, that, I think that was the first time, though, that I can remember seeing a professional band do things their own way because I, I can remember when we'd finished our sound check and they come in to do it no they we got there quite early and they were still doing their sound check and they weren't like anybody in the room yeah. in the grapes yeah. and they were very professional about how they got the sound and that were in the grapes when they first started so it, that was the first time I'd seen a band do things a little bit different because before that we all got in the same room just did an half hour sound check and got off but they were professional right from the start I think yeah uh, they, they did have that kind of reputation, didn't they? Yeah. they? They went very big very quickly, didn't they? Yeah, I remember having a pint with Alex in um, Brighton Beach when it changed venues to university. Mm. And I can remember him asking me, you know, because you know, I, I, I believe at the time he liked the band or whatever. Um, and he would just ask me questions about, you know, what's where's good to play and all that kind of stuff because I'm a bit older than him. Um, yeah, that was interesting. So just like we got Noah Ashes signed, you you basically made Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Can I put that on my CV? James Hargreaves <laughs> said this. Oh, okay. I'm on it. Yeah. So groundbreaking. You heard it. Here. You heard it here, Macedonia. Um, Carl Maloney got Arctic yeah, Monkeys there signed. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. um, James, what's the I'm next? Bosnia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bosnia. We love you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to learn some Bosnian for next week. Yeah. What have we got up next, James Hargreaves? We have, uh, and this is, you know, where where this show kind of uh, we're not we're not sticking to one kind of genre of music. This is this is one that's been sent in, and at first I wasn't entirely sure about this, but it really reminds me of uh, going back to uh, the bleep culture. Do you remember the bleep of uh, kind of late eighties, early nineties, where it was like 
acid house mixed with like a real Sheffield kind of sound, acid house mixed with kind of industrial dance and stuff. Well, no, because I was born in 1989. Oh, yeah. oh my lord! Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, I feel old again now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, th- this kind of reminds me. I was me born that. in 78, and I can't remember it, James. <laughs> but it's uh, it's a Sheffield-based electronic producer remixer. He's uh, called Adrian Carter. He sent it in just like you can if you're in a band. Uh, just get in touch at the Squeak or through the Facebook page or upload it at dj1.co.uk. Can do that as well, bands. Yeah. Do yeah. send your emails because it's a great way of getting your music out there for free. Just do it because a lot of people forget and think, oh, I'm going to do that, and then don't. But yeah. just do a little it. tip, bands. Just do it. Do, do it. Well, this one's called Modern Fog. Yep, you listen to Squeak on 93.2 FM.
So yeah, Adrian Carter with uh, Modern Fog, and, and as I say, that just reminds me, it's a big Sheffield kind of background, you know, Warp Records from Sheffield, back in the day, they, they made it big with like LFO and uh, that, right. that kind of music, it just just kind of grows on me that, uh, I don't think it's to everybody's taste, is it, but it's, uh, well certainly not Neil Hargreaves' taste, <laughs> because he's, he's tweeted and said, this track is, oh he, he does like it, this track is good, it's like a budgie has gone clubbing with Gary Newman and got proper pissed up. <laughs> so, so it is though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think you know you have to give all types of music a chance, and I think that Adrian Carter's all right with that. Sounds like something you'd hear kind of uh, as a bed in the background of something on um, Charlie silent. Brooker's week, <laughs> Weekly Wipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, I'm also told that uh, that Adrian Carter is a Sheffield legend, and we should check out his history. So let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just feel like I'm just who, getting back to normal. Who, who would like to talk next? <laughs> Hang on, I'm just, I'm, I'll be about half an hour if that's all right. Come back to me. <laughs> Sweating. All oh, right, so. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think Neil's missed the first part of the show because he's just said, can you ask Carl Maloney when the Cosmos are playing his show? Yeah, whenever we, he wants. We've, we've already said this, we've already covered it. Neil, yeah, Neil you're late, it. To the, late, to, late to the party. It's, uh, it's in your inbox, mate, yeah. that, you don't, that you don't look at. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carl, yes. um, where do you stand with TFI Friday? Are you glad it's back or not? I have, I've watched bits of it. I watched the first one. Um... It's a bit. It's repeating itself again, isn't it? Really, I, I, I don't. I don't. It, it's not. It. I can't see it lasting past this series. To be to be fair, um, yeah, a lot of people have said that because he's doing um, Top Gear, mm, and he's he's already yeah. said he might struggle to do both. So I don't think it is going to last. But I don't think it's as funny as the first time. It's not as no, it's not in edge. It's just repeating you, yeah, stuff d- that were mad back in whenever it were, and it's just you know, it's just. I don't think it's very good. Well, I were a bit young when it, when it first came out, so I didn't really watch it then anyway. But I, yeah. I struggled to. I don't really get it. Didn't it used to be on like half past six and all, which yeah, were better times? Yeah, used to be six o'clock. You, did, you were literally getting ready to go out watching it, and that, that were, that, that's what made it a bit better, because I think you'd had a bit more beer in you. It, it was when it rubbish. first started, it was, it was entirely live, and yeah. it was like fly by your seat of, pan, seat of your pants TV, mm-hmm. and you never knew what was going to happen. It's become yeah. a bit formulaic. Now, well, to it? be fair, I think one of the reasons it was so cutting edge is because he was on the verge of a breakdown anyway, wasn't he, at the time, yeah. Chris Evans, which... You never knew what you were going to get, pretty much. And it actually, uh, through that show, it introduced um, the Happy Monday singer, Sean Ryder. His, uh, his name was actually added into the Channel 4 charter. Uh, that It was actually put into Channel 4's own charter that they couldn't have him on live after he saw really? that show yeah, so many times. Yeah. That's, uh, that's I remember quite watching it live and thinking, yeah. brilliant television. Yeah. Well, it was because it was it was something you didn't expect to happen. Yeah. What, it's what? only words, though, and it's words all humans use. You know. Yeah. Chill out. I suppose. I suppose it is. But I think. I think. But but with it being the time that it was going out, if it had been on sort of after nine mm, o'clock or whatever, then it yeah. might have been a bit. But yeah, yeah, it's a bit edgy for half past six. Well, back back in those happened, days, but, you were getting ready to go out at like six, seven o'clock, and you'd, cause you'd go out and meet your mates at half seven, wouldn't you, in the pub? Yeah. Mm. But back then, uh, uh, well, back then you would, but now, people are preloading at home, aren't they? Like, don't go out until about midnight. Yeah, I'm students don't go out until 10 I imagine not worse than going out at midnight. I've, I've 
done it a couple of times before, and it's uh, it's, no, it's not as good. It's all right it? if you've had a few in the house mm. beforehand, but if you're sober and going out at midnight, then forget it. Walking forget into the zoo. It. Yeah, you <laughs> people. <laughs> no, I uh, but yeah, um, when they did the special, apparently uh, Nick Grimshaw was supposed to take over and do the series uh, instead of Chris Evans. Why is Nick Grimshaw doing everything? I don't, I don't, I don't think he's that good. To be quite honest, no, I'm, I'm not the I did, I did watch the X Factor, and I did, I, did, I didn't watch it all, but I, I did watch some of it. And yeah. I, I, as a judge, I never, I, I never believed. It came across very fake and. It, it, like he was saying stuff that he wanted you to hear rather than giving real advice that he had experience on. So I think I, I, as a judge, I, I, I think he was very poor because he had no experience to judge on. He, would, he, he just fell back. He just said, oh, I might play this on the radio. I like it. I know. Yeah, and He's that's, got no experience in managing bands, yeah. working with bands. He's just someone who plays records on a radio station. And that's, 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 what, that's exactly what annoys me. Because he hasn't, has he? He's not. Yeah. He's not like. I know Cowell can't sing, but he's he's been managing bands and record labels for years, hasn't he? Apparently, isn't he famous for? I didn't watch it, but I've seen lots of people say that uh, his catchphrase for the series was, "Oh, you took that song and made it your own." <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got no originality when it comes to giving out his own personal no. opinion. So it just makes you think how much is his own show produced and, um, yeah, uh, I, I don't like I don't th- I don't rate him as a no. uh, as a somebody giving advice to young people starting off in the music industry. I just think yeah. he's poor. I agree, and and how can he? How can he say you need to do it this way? You need to do it that way. I think this would be a good song choice. How, how will he know? As a young kid starting off in music, and you get somewhere in the X Factor, and you end up on his group, you've got to be gutted, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, you would. You would. It's, well, that's that's why on the Voice they were all picking the good people, weren't they? Mm. Um, and because you can choose your own coach on the Voice, can't you? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I saw and on iPlayer there's a preview of the Voice, like the meet the coaches thing, and. My God, it's really put me off watching it. This. Who is it? I've not seen that. Are they not just poaching the people that are on it now? It's just like you know a preview of the voice for the, this new series coming up, and it, the the piece on iPlay is like ten minutes of meet the coaches, like meet Paloma Faith and oh, sorry, to I, thought, George I and thought you meant on ITV when it moves across. Uh, she's she's growing on me, Paloma Faith. Uh, I think she's good actually. You know what? Her over voice last, over the last twelve months. If you ask me, Carl. Tell me about Paloma twelve months ago, <laughs> and I've said not bothered. Now, now I've got a, a bit of time for her. She's, she's doing decent songs, and she's quite interesting. She's a bit mental. That's why I, 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 yeah. I've grown to love how mental she is. Have you heard I her think. voice while she's talking? Ah, ah, I, that, ah. I, so again, I, I'm not going to watch it because <laughs> that is going to really wind, wind me up. Uh, uh, not the best impression in the world, but, but I tried. We've been told on the Twitter that we're too obsessed with the voice and X Factor. Even even though I don't watch it, we do. Who was that Neil Argy? Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Uh, don't give it the oxygen. So instead, he suggested a question. So uh, here we go. Question for you, Carl. When you burn a candle, where does the wax go? And just to emphasise the point, is but where does it go? Um, it melts, turns into liquid, and goes down your arm. <laughs> Have you, had a bad, have you had yeah. a bad experience with candles? No, but I, I did. I did. I do like melting it on my hands and letting it dry, and um, just just watching it turn back hard. Because <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I'm worried about how you said that. Then. No, but it does, doesn't it? Uh, but that, that's my favourite bit. When if you're gonna do, if you're gonna mess about with wax, <laughs> let it melt on your hand and let it get hard. Yeah. Deal with deal. What, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> see the bit. Let's see the bit. I'm getting off. <laughs> I, 
I think I think we just need to uh, be bring silent it back for to one normality. Minute. Just, just I th- I yeah, it make me feel uncomfortable. Why <laughs> <I> don't you? <laughs> it's the way you said it. Yeah, so really. uh, we've done best venue, worst venue. Oh, Paloma Faith. Oh, worst venue. I don't know. Uh, come back to me. Let's play a song and come back to me. Let me, let me yeah. I don't. I don't want to just say something quick that I'll regret. I want to. Well, that's the I, whole I, I point of asking. I want, yeah. I want. Yeah, fair enough. I, but I want it. To, I, I want it to be the right decision. Danny Pietnik did it. Did it? What yeah. did he say? All the all the gigs that he'd got lined up in the next few weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I can't. I can't say it. It won't. It won't be fair to me to, for me to say. I don't think. Yeah. Pick somewhere out of town that you don't have to work with anymore. Um, what? What about the worst? All right, not not the worst gig you've put on then. The worst gig you've been to as a spectator. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to think of. All oh, right, that's what I'm trying to think of. Um, Tough question. Yeah. Um, well, if it was a worst gig you put on, he'd spend ages thinking which one was was that bad. Yeah, like, I can't. Of, I can't think. <laughs> out of all of them, it'd be tough all to narrow them down. <laughs> um, I've seen I've seen a few gigs in pubs that have that are poor. When 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 pubs just think, oh, let's start putting bands on. Mm. Um, and then they 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 get higher rubbish PA and like uh, Promona, they start going oh, back on, on a London few Road. years ago. Uh, like, yeah, Ecky Road, Ecky Road, yeah. That's not a good, that's it's not now. a great music venue. When they, when they think, oh, what did, what can we do something different? So we start putting yeah. bands on, and, yeah. and it's just all a bit half-assed. I went to a I went to a gig there actually, and it's right in the back of the boozer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. It's yeah. Champs now, obviously. So I don't think they have it on anymore. But yeah, yeah it was right round the back, and then you were sort of. Everyone, the band was a bit lost yeah, by was. the time you'd yeah, got yeah. there, I think. Yeah, um, well, yeah I, I gave an answer. Neil's tweeted us again saying, get off the fence, Maloney. <laughs> and and then, he, then he's said, you can't criticise Grimmers for not having a, an opinion and then bottle the worst venue question. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got an answer, Pramona. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, poor. Fair enough. Well, let's throw that back out to Neil on Twitter. Uh, what's, the, what's your worst and best venue, Neil? Yeah, throw it back. <laughs> Go on then, Neil. <laughs> Did, did, did Neil not answer that? Did we not ask him that on the show? I can't remember asking him that. Did we? Oh, I can't remember. Well, it was last year. Yes, all, all that time. Of yeah, the absolutely. Um, okay, well, we're not, we're not, we're not going to play another song because we have to stick to the adverts which come on in two and a half minutes. Um, what are you laughing at now? <laughs> oh, is Neil posting pictures again? Yeah, it's brilliant. I love every one of them pictures that he's been doing over the festive period. Yeah. I, I'll never get bored of those pictures, ever. Ever, ever get one of those pictures? I've, I've got fed up for him. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah for, for, for anyone I'm listening. I'm that stage. I'm, I'm right excited about the next one already. Uh, for anyone listening, I've been bombarded with pictures from my brother for, for the last couple of weeks. Like, constantly. Um, Andy's now doing it to the squeak uh, Twitter, uh, which, which is a picture of... Uh, a large candle kind of vase thing where it's it's disappeared and it's just put, where melted. does it go? He wants to know where it goes, doesn't he? Bless him. Yeah, it, it um, evaporates well, into the him. ether. I told him it turns to drink and then goes hard again. I I, th- I think you know when it turns to a liquid, Neil. I think you should try drinking it. Oh, Homer Simpson did that and then <laughs> ate a really hot chili yes, and then he hallucinated. Did. Yes, he had to, an to line and everything. Yeah, mm. the, the one with the fox. Yes, yeah. and the uh, the old Indian lady. Yeah, I like that. Have you not seen that one? That, that was uh, it was a homage to the Doors movie, wasn't it? Ah, yeah. uh, was it? Yeah. A little bit psychedelic, what? weren't it? And he yeah. went off. 
What's your favourite Simpsons episode? I think that one, or the one with the X Files one, when uh, oh, it turns out to be yeah, it turns out to be Mr. Burns. What about yours? It's a good question. That's why I've asked it. Like I like them all. Squirm like I did. I'm on the fence. Shut up. Yeah, I. I don't know. I, 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 it's got to be one of the first series ones, I think. It might even be the first one because I used to have the the DVD of the first season, and I used to watch that over well, and over. And well, over. mine, mine is the one where he gets that job with Hank Scorpio, and it turns oh, out yeah. that he's a terrorist yeah, and yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. oh that's just that, brilliant. Yeah. He's, he's making his demands to to like all the yeah. all the world leaders. Hammocks. Hammocks. Or of course, there's that Mister Plow, or, or or there's the one where they go to China. Or the one where they go to Australia, yeah. or where Bart phones Australia. It's like, yeah, yeah. No, it's the one where it's Hank Scorpio gives Homer a job. That's my favourite. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> What's your favourite Simpsons episode? Tweet us in. Yeah. No pictures, Neil. Um, <laughs> More pictures. Neil. At the More squeak pictures. on Twitter. We're back uh, for another hour in nine seconds after the ads. Oh lord! And Carl Maloney will still be here. In a world, it's Mister Compensator. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yes, welcome. This b- oh. is Sheffield Live. <laughs> That's a Sheffield Live week. Did, did you not know that? I, you know, I, I couldn't wait three seconds. <laughs> welcome back to the second hour of The Squeak. I'm Luke Crofts. I'm James Hargreaves. And we're joined in the studio by Sheffield personality and music man, ex-guitarist of Seven Hills. <laughs> it's Carl Maloney. Yeah, no more promo. Let's get weird now. Let's just get... Let's yes. have a proper laugh now. Now we've got all everything out of the way. Well, yeah. I have anyway. If you, if, you, if you weren't listening to the first hour... Um, Paul Sellers has still got a bad back, so we're, we're doing an extra hour today. But you've missed it if you've just joined. We, we did cover his eclectic kind of style with uh, that um, that little <laughs> beep song by Adrian Carter, The Modern Fog. Uh, but yeah, coming up we've got some music, got some early cartographers and some no hot ashes coming up, so stick around for that. And will we ever know where does the wax go? I've just been photoshopped by Neil Hargreaves. <laughs> Uh, we'll retweet oh, that from dear. the Squeak account. So if, oh, if you want to, if you want to see what we're laughing at in the background here, uh, go to the Squeak at the Squeak on Twitter. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad it was only a candle, uh, a cup full of wax. Anyway, people won't know the reference though because it, it was you with a pint glass, wasn't it originally? And it was no, it was a it was a cocktail with, a, and I'd got a straw with a mustache on it, so it looked like ah, I got oh, a mustache. Yeah, yeah. Which anyone who knows me knows that it would take two years for me to grow. Well, now we've got Luke's face on there. We've got a question for Carl, which is, Carl, you, you mentioned when, <laughs> when I asked you uh, when you were coming on the yes. show, you, you mentioned that uh, Luke doesn't look like he sounds on the radio. So. No, well, I, I listened to the show before 
Meeting Luke. I, no, well, actually, I met you in Washington, but you were fairly... Oh, yeah, well, no, that, that yeah. Inebriated, yeah, yes, should we say. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah you, you don't sound like you look. What, what did you think you looked like? Like a right, like... Frail old man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I've always... I, I know what you mean, though, because I, I will listen got, to... Your, your voice is older than what you are, I think. He's, he's Alan Partridge, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Paul. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to something at radio, and then I, and I saw him in, the, in in real life. And I'm thinking, yeah, I know what you mean. You get you build up an idea of somebody. Yeah. Not a frail man, what, what, like an old man in a cap in a in back of a boozer that knows everything. He knows everything about everybody, and he's like a wise old man. Um, and when I look at him now, he's just a young a young man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I presumed you'd be mine and mine and uh, James's, James's ages. ages. No, I'm 26. Yeah, yeah, just but only recently. Yeah, we've, we've got the finger of the pulse of the the youth with this, haven't we? Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, bases bases covered. all bases covered. Um, yes. So no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean by that. Um, I was going to say something. It's a compliment. It's, by the way. it's a compliment. Mind. Oh yeah, somebody once called me a whippersnapper. Did they? And I had to go to my dad and said, "Dad, what's a whippersnapper?" Never heard that before. Oh, right. You, you don't you don't know a lot of common sayings, do you? Really. Like, Apparently not. <laughs> I'm still not convinced about chewing gum for the eyeballs. It, it's it's a saying. Google it. I'm not having it. What's that? <laughs> oh dear. N- Neil's now. Neil, stop oh, it. Is, is now bombarding the squeak with. Uh, <laughs> He's going through all pictures. my old Facebook pictures. That's when I was. <laughs> that's when I was recording. I, I was I was acting in a in a, a short film. Oh. And obviously I've been murdered there. Right. Oh God. <laughs> Where, where can we see this short film, Luke? Yeah, is it on um, YouTube? Yes. What's it called? Revelation. Revelation. Yeah, I had, I had a fairly promising acting career oh, in, right. in 2010. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have an IMDb credit for it? Um, if he's put it on there, then yes. If not, then no. Um, yeah, no. We, when we were doing uh, we were doing a media degree at, at Norton College, or a foundation degree building up to the degree, and um, we all had to make um, films. So uh, Steve Day, who's um, still doing a bit now, I think he he wrote a like a de- um, like a short ten minute sort of detective film, um, and I get murdered. Spoiler alert! Oh. I know. Yeah, it was it was tough. How did you take the actual like action scene? Did you like uh, did you like were you proper over dramatic or did you just no? Well, I thought I was, but it was fairly tame on screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had my throat slit. Um, yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to say too much in case you want to watch it for yourself. But um, I, I think we'll be all right. I was I'll found, still watch it. I was found dying. Oh right. In, so you uh, didn't actually see the. Uh, no. I, I assume this isn't the speaking part. No, it, well, I spoke before. I, I, oh, I, I, so you did I, I weren't just dead. I did have some lines oh, before. Okay. Yeah, no, it was good. It was a good film actually. Steve did really well with that. Um, I remember one of the actors let him down quite badly, um, and he had to put it on hold for four weeks. But luckily, oh. by that time, everyone's hair had grown back to how it was after we'd had his haircut, so the continuity <laughs> was fine. <laughs> oh, every cloud. No, we made some good films actually. We did make some good films. We made a sci-fi uh, for the final major. It was, it was sort of paid homage to. Um, Sort of Blade Runner and Minority Report, that sort of right. feel. It was good. It's good. It's all on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. I'm, I'm so how do, we, how do we find this, Luke? Just search Luke Crofts on the World Wide Web, and you'll uh, come across some right. crazy it's things. On it. So you've done a bit of acting, haven't you, Carl? I, I've, I've done, I have got a, a feature film coming out in 2016 called South of the River. Um, that has been filmed and it's been edited for over the last couple of years. It's quite a big 
project. I, 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 people always ask me, how do you get little bits and pieces like this? How do you do it? And, and, and all I'd say to them is just put yourself out into strange different scenarios. I, I was doing a comedy gig in Sheffield and, and the director happened to be at that gig. And after the gig, he asked me if I wanted to play a part in this film. It's all networking, it, isn't it? If you yeah, meet, if you so meet you, people. If you just get yourself out there and just do little mad daft, yeah. daft things and and things things come from it. Um, so it, it was just pure luck. Uh, somebody were in the, the, stu- the across the road here, National Centre of Pop and Music, did a comedy gig there. Yeah. So um, what's, the, uh, what's the film about then? It's called South of the River, based in Brixton, London, South of the River. Um, and it's about uh, a lead singer that has to make a decision on um, does he carry on being a rock and roll star or does he take life a bit more seriously after getting cancer? Oh right, okay. Um, so it's a bit of like a crossroads for this bloke and what does he do and you know how does it end? And I play the useless band manager uh, called Maloney, so <laughs> I had to dig deep for that one. Yeah, you, you naturally <laughs> fell into that one, didn't you? Yeah, so yeah, that that, that it, it it was one of the best experiences of my life going down London and just. Doing that kind of stuff because it, it were challenging and something completely different for me. Can you remember yeah. a line from it? Deliver us a line. Um, no, God, no. It was over two years ago <laughs> since I did my last talking on it, uh, so I can't. But um, yeah, I've, I've done loads of other bits. I did Halifax adverts for a bit, and I did. I've done a few bits for Cool Beans recently yeah. on there. Uh, Is that when he used to work for Halifax? Yeah. Oh, that's acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you remember the radio studio adverts? The ones that everybody proper hated. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, um, I five ones. I'm, I'm, what am I thinking of? Um, I don't know. I'm not in your head. Oh, I, d- I do remember a radio. Weird radio station. One with a big horn and there were big... Yeah. Yeah. You did that? Yeah, I background in a little radio station. All oh, right. In Wembley. That was good. And uh, I did the choir ones as well. The, be- the best thing about doing the choir ones were <clears throat> we recorded the singing, because it was us singing, but we recorded it in Abbey Road. Really? In Studio 2, in the Beatles room. Awesome. So that that word, just, that just blew my mind, just recorded. I, I, can, I can say I've recorded in Abbey Road. The guy that did that, the, 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 was it Howard that did the um, yes. Halifax adverts? Yeah, after, he's, it, after it. What's, what's he doing with himself then? No idea. Is he, cause he, is he still working for the Halifax or has he forged no a career? Don't know. I remember when, when he was doing it or not long after he was doing it, he used to do Cody Nodo's, uh PA then personal appearances in uh, in clubs and stuff. And I'm like, well, what would you pay extra to go into a club to see the guy from the yeah. Halifax adverts? Now it's, it's um, ridiculous. What was the yeah. song that they did? Sorry, I, 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 um, oh. I think it was like a, the, the choir ones were like a, "I'll Be There," Michael Jackson. Yeah, um, remember singing that and. It, it, it was. Do you know like when you watch them uh, choir programs? What's he called? I've been watching them recently over Christmas. Uh, he did like a compilation of his favorite choirs. That Gareth Malone blow. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can't remember what it's called. When, when you when you it were it were quite it, it, it were quite like how it were when we did the Halifax choir adverts because we all used to go down to London. There were about hundred of us all in this hotel room, all having a good time and a drink and getting to know each other, and it was quite competitive because. We were all auditioning for a part in the Halifax adverts, and the the it came out really well. And, and to say that I've recorded a song in Abbey Road Studio Two, yeah, it's just it's pretty cool. It's isn't the it? best thing in the world. Yeah. So, what's happening with this? Going back to this film, though, is it coming out DVD or f- it was due out late 2015? But I think they're waiting for the film festivals in 2016 yeah. for it all to to come back out again. It's taken a long time to be edited. They raised a, a, about seven or eight thousand on Kickstarter to get it going. Really, that's so good. It's, it's not. It, it, and it's cost more than that 
Um, so, well, so it's not like a, a small thing. It will come out and... Um, He's got a lot of ties to Sheffield, so I'm hoping he's going to do a premiere at the uh, showroom. Well, we, we were quite blessed because when we did our degree at Hallam, we had um, Colin Pons, who who was um, sort of not guest lecturing. He was covering for somebody that was off, mm. uh, and he was really good. He's done a, quite a lot of feature films based around mm. Sheffield. And he, he was actually... Because a lot of the lecturers... Well, they say those that can't do teach, don't they? Yeah. To put it yeah. bluntly, uh, but he'd actually been there and done it, so he was really good, and he was re- he gave a lot of his time as well. He came and visited all when we were filming ours, mm. and just sort of made sure we we're okay. Um, th- threw in any ideas if he'd got, and he was he was brilliant, really nice guy. He's got Keith pumps. from you know Keith from the office in a week. Scott, oh yeah, Scott Cheggy's yeah. in it. Um, <laughs> a couple of people out of EastEnders. You know, there's a few. There's a, it's 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 really good, and it's gritty, and it's funny, and it's. Um, I'm right. Look, I just can't wait for it to come out. It's been a few years, like I said, since I've had anything to do with it. But I just can't wait for it to come out. What's it going to be called? South of the River. Oh, you've told me already three <laughs> times now. Sorry, I've got. This there is a, there is a trailer on uh, on YouTube for it. South of the River. Just search for that. South of the um, River. And I'm on it a little bit. You can see me being daft. Just use normal self. <laughs> normal self. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't yeah, take much acting yeah. there, Carl. Oh, de- well, oh, definitely not. No. It would, <laughs> the worst thing is just remembering lines, which I'm useless at. Um, Did but you I manage to pull it off? Were you in the nativity play at school? Um, no, I was in the brass band at school, so I never got a chance really? to play a donkey. Were you in the uh, nativity play? Uh, in my junior school, I was. Yeah. yeah, I was. What did you play? Which bit were you? I think I was one of the kings. I, I oh, can't right. remember properly. Right. It's that long ago. I was the uh, innkeeper. Oh, all right. Interesting. And they wrote a joke in, and uh, I, I had. Uh, they knocked on the door, and obviously there was a shepherd there. And I oh. went, I went, what's the matter? Lost your sheep? Oh, classic! <laughs> Obviously, I, I was. Presume it all went down the storm. Oh yeah, <laughs> parents had never laughed so much. <laughs> I, I did animal farm at school, and that was the start of my acting career. Did animal farm? Yeah, I played Napoleon in Animal Farm. No, I think it was Napoleon, something like that. Minimus. They made up a character for me uh, in Cleagless Middle School. Animal Farm. Amazing. It's a different animal farm to what, what I remember. When you say, I thought you were talking about... Um... No, 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 that kinky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, straight back onto the music then. James, what have we got? It's uh, number three on the CD. Muzak. It's uh, another one called Connors, these guys, the early cartographers, uh, which is Ed Cartledge, who... Um, spearheads it all, and he, he made of... me start thinking about doing comedy. That because I think he was doing a little bit. All right. I, I always, I always, I, I were very. It, it, he's very talented at what he did, and he, he, I think he did a little bit of stand-up comedy. I can remember years and years ago him starting to do it and thinking, "Ooh, oh, that, right. I think that what jogged my memory to try and do something different." I think. But, well, he's got. Yeah, a, I like him. He's got an acoustic collective behind him, and, and uh, swaps out in and out members all the time yeah. and they come up with loads of different things and he sent us this one uh, as any band can do just get in touch um, it's called The Fall of the House of Our Idols so please get in touch on Squeak on Squeak on the Twitter at the Squeak and on Facebook.com slash the Squeak send us your music in we will play it
samples of worshipful actions And part with your cash And cash in your tensions Everyone's famous and painted all over the papers It's a crossbow with my palms I'll act like your I'm Eddie Grant, and you're listening to Sheffield Live, 93.2 FM. We're gonna rock down to electric carbon. Uh, yeah, that was uh, early cartographers, the fall of the House of Our Idols. And uh, I mentioned earlier that there's 
bands looking for members and Ed has uh, sent me a message saying that they're currently looking to recruit a new member into the early cartographers, Six Pete's Acoustic Collective. Uh, open to anyone with genuine musical ability and ideally good backing vocals. Hey, Danny Penny could be good at that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Acoustic yeah, and can sing. And you can also get their stuff uh, on Bandcamp, which they've reduced the prices off for, for the new year, I believe. So January sale? Yeah. Well, I think they did just before Christmas, so it's like Christmassy festive Yuletide period. Festive discounts. <laughs> festive sale? But yeah, I like that. It's a nice little track. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that very much. Um, are you partial to a full English breakfast, Carl Maloney? I, I am, I've been known to support the uh, the idea, yes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm feeling a bit dramatic this last thing, <laughs> this second hour. <laughs> James Hargreaves? I, I love a nice, big, full-cooked English breakfast. It's difficult in our house because my missus is a vegetarian, so we have to separate things a little bit, no, but, but, pain, but I, still, I still make it work. <laughs> I remember I remember we went to Dublin uh, two years ago now for my brother Stag do and one of the lads Ian is a vegetarian and uh, Mark we went for a Chinese and Mark was going in all the dips with the same thing that he'd used all the meat with and Ian like whoa what are you doing oh. <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> not for Ian he was good but it was just really funny for me like just watching him ruin everything for Ian <laughs> I, I, I saw somebody doing that in a hotel I think it was in London a couple of years ago Some, someone was double dipping with oh it's with bad the, news isn't it bad news the, they got right told off by by oh, the, the staff there yeah. real, real big ticking off it's well it, it's it's not funny because they can't they won't eat it then will they Anyway, mm. but then um, but then somebody else comes after they've gone and it's still there. They won't know. Well, all vegetarians have eaten meat without yeah. knowing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Well, I don't want to rock anybody to the core or anything. Is your, is your lovely missive one of these that does can't stand to touch it or see? Will she make you a bacon sandwich if you want? Oh no, she won't. She won't make me a bacon sandwich. No, oh, she right. won't touch it. Oh, she don't like the feel of the bag of oh, bacon. Right. Of the bag? Yeah, even the bag. Even yeah, the it's because it's a bit. I don't know, it's a bit it's a bit like a boob and all, isn't it? Is it? Is it? Bacon? No, no, a bit like a you know, like a, a, a defrosted bag of meat. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like a cold boob. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, James, you're you're the boob man. I I I'm very into boobs, so I I, I shall be I'll should be in my freezer later. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember I watching Holy Fools and Horses when Raquel's parents come round and uh, they were talking about Albert in the Navy yeah. and Raquel's dad says to Dell um are you a naval man, Derek? He says, no, I'm more of a leg man myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've just done nothing but watch Only Fools and Horses yeah, for the last yeah, 10 days on UK Gold. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Timeless comedy. I love yeah. it. I was Absolutely very disappointed it. with the uh, celebrity storage hunters. Oh, I, I didn't watch it. You, you got a bit addicted to storage. Oh, I love storage on this. Yeah. yeah, I think it's brilliant. In it where they just buy a garage full of garbage. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they sell it. If, if you get past the idea that whatever they make on whatever bins they're buying is just made up, then... You, you can you can get yourself through it. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny, particularly the American ones. So, so what was mental. the celebrity one then? Who was on it? Uh, Bob Mortimer, uh, Ross Noble. Um, Seen it advertised. Yeah, Didn't watch a, it. A, a few yeah. of the. It looked like it was going to be really good, but it yeah it, it weren't hmm. a bit crap. Yeah. Someone out of them that them dancing girls. The cheeky girls. Not cheeky girls. Oh no, the they were not. Dolls. Pussycat doll. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, like Kimberly, Kim- Kimberly Wyatt. Wyatt, yeah. And, um, yeah, some other people that I can't remember. Yeah, I, I can't see that I wish I never, I wish I never brought it up now. 
<laughs> Maybe we should have discussed it before. Yeah, right? sorry about that. No, I, I, I kind of One started of things. Um, The reason I brought the full breakfast up is because um, Tom Daly's caused a bit of a storm uh, on Instagram and Twitter. He were cooking. He were cooking his partner breakfast, and he's got this pan which looks well, pretty smart actually. It's got a segment. It's got sections for each of the sausages, bacon, beans, whatever you want to cook. Yeah. I've shown it you already. It's on Twitter. Yeah, look good. Um, and it's it's like a six segment six segment pan, easy for me to say, and you can put everything in it. Now that sounds like a right good idea. Yeah, you know? but is it one of them things that you'll just use once and then chuck away? Well, it depends how often you have full breakfast, doesn't it? I think it's more of a griddle pan, but obviously you right. put it on your hob and uh, you're away. Oh, it's on Amazon for seventy quid. Looking at this, seventy quid. So, so you could you could vegetarians you could stick a. There's, a, oh. there's compartments oh, yeah. for vegetarians. You could, yeah. To so you and your other half, you could have your, your bacon oh, sausage, and she could have. Vegetarian what, sausage and in, in, in another in another segment. Yeah, that'd be great. Or it? you can do what I'd do and just put all of the meat into all of the compartments and, and make yourself a nice mixed grill. Uh, yeah. Or just use a pan and a frying pan and you sort of save <laughs> yeah. seventy quid. Well, that's that's the thing though. Um, people on Twitter have been saying, "Well, is it is it good for making breakfast because your sausages will take longer than your bacon, for instance?" Uh, and can but, you get that in a dishwasher? That's what I want to know. Oh, oh, is it dishwasher safe? That's, that's all I need to know. Well, I won't, I've not got a dishwasher, so it doesn't matter to me. Oh, right. I've got yeah. a sink. Yeah. I am the dishwasher. Yeah. Um, but um, even if the sausages are going to take longer than the bacon, just put the sausages in first, surely. Oh, yeah. Get and your time is right. Leave, leave it four or five and then uh, yeah. add the uh, bacon after. Mm. Yeah. I think I think it's a great, uh, a great piece of kitchen kit. You could you could buy those uh, breakfast sandwich makers, can't you? Which is like it's, it cooks them in a stack and then they all drop down together to form a what? sandwich. Sandwich toaster. It's like a sandwich toaster, but uh, a breakfast sandwich toaster thing. Now I do like gadgets and kitchen gadgets. And yeah, I know a lot of people do, but did you know the sandwich toaster is the least used kitchen appliance of all time? Yeah, you use it and then you realise it's a pain to so butter both sides of the bread. Yeah. But all the rest of it, it all, clean it all out, and then it just gets put in a cupboard somewhere and never used yeah. ever again. But you like them when you have them, don't you? Oh, they're great, yeah. So like you get it out for like a week every year. I've, I've lots well, of sandwiches and then, it's, then put it away. Yeah. It's different to making a sandwich and then putting it under the grill. It's mm. just different, isn't it? Yeah. It's more moist and all the rest of it. Yeah, like again. <laughs> just the word moist. Moist. For, for, for some reason, I had this conversation with someone the other day. The word moist is just funny. No matter no matter what context it's said in, you just hear the word moist, and, and you'll find this now. Now it, it springs into your mind, and it'll connect. Moist. moist. Let's just let's just be quiet and say moist. 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 <laughs> <laughs> In the style of Mr. Compensator. <laughs> Moist. Yeah. Oh, we've had uh, we've had some tweets in, some uh, some serious and not so serious questions. Uh, so Sheffield students on Twitter have asked us, uh, can you please ask Carl what the three worst things about students are? Do you not like students? No, I've got, I ain't got to th- I, I think students are great. Yeah. Well, we used in, to be students, didn't we? Well, yeah. at one time. Did you used to be a student, James? Yes, yeah. There but I... I, I, I I regrettably didn't go to uni when I when I uh, left school originally, and then went back and did a degree afterwards. Right when I was about thirty. The, the main thing is I don't they don't have accents. I find that weird. Students, yeah. oh, they, they they all merge into one. They generic all merge into accent, one generic yeah. like Nottingham type accent, um, and they which, say which like is weird. a lot. That that yeah, 
Yeah, they, 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 they're very excitable, which, you know, I can let them off with. Um, and the third one is that... Um, they're younger than you. They never get around in. Oh, they, they do if it's cheap. Even worse for, than for that, me. When, when you're in West Street Live and it's full of students, you can't get to the bar because the students are in front of you. That's, that's, yeah, they, yeah. They, can, they can get in the way of getting to the bar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the main one is the accent thing. Yeah. Yeah, just have an accent. Well, I... I um, I, I I work with a guy from Liverpool, and he's got a Liverpool accent. Uh, and I call him Brookside every time. And he's, he loves it. I bet he loves that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of accents, have you, have you ever seen Peaky Blinders? The uh, the no. TV show. Never heard of it. It's been on in background. I, I, I've watched it uh, on Netflix, and, and a band that we we talked about earlier off air, and. Um, that we played on a show before called Moscow. One of the guys from Moscow's in in Peaky Blinders, so I was oh, in, interested to see uh, see what it's like. It's like um, Cillian Murphy and uh, Sam Neill in it, mm. uh, but it, it's based in Birmingham, and they've got like these American actors and, and whatever. And the accents are just weird. It's like they're trying to do you know your your yam yam accent and your brummy accent and stuff, mm. and and then it turns into like Irish part way through a sentence and it turns into Scouse it's just really weird watching it mm. but it's a really good show to watch by the way mm. it's, it's kind Check of like ninety early 1900s um, kind of gang warfare kind of thing really good we've got some more no hot ashes we have indeed yeah very good very good <laughs> is it geese oh, we're going no. to do that uh, well everyone's favourite gooses aren't they no, no hot ashes uh, we've <laughs> played played the heck out of Goose, yeah, um, and they they've got this single that was out late last year, um, but I'm told that they're coming back to Sheffield soon. They're also playing uh, Manchester at Night and Day Cafe on the 30th of January with Bang Bang Romeo and Frontiers and Elo Operator and all those as the uh, big in 2016. That. That, that's an amazing lineup. For yeah, that. I'd love to get to that. It's this feeling who put on a lot of club nights mm. and stuff, and they, they've got their big in 2016 gig uh, with all those bands on it. Looks really good. I um, had an Hello Operator on it, fucking Pirate, recently. They're a top mm. quality band. Bang Bang Romeo, top band. Um, if if I was there, if if I could get there, I would get to that one. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's worth going Saturday 30th of January in Manchester. But this one is called Smooth. Here it is, Smooth by No Hot Ashes on the Squeak. 93.2 FM gives us a shout on Twitter at the Squeak. Or abiding, you feel rough, but good enough. Now you're tossed up in bed with a self help book. What a good god! Oh, no. 
on telly told you to you're sleeping all alone in a mattress that is made for two you know you better run because the privilege to after you you can get the nasty to stomp them out with dirty boots a good god Chance Show is now at a new time, 5 to 6 p.m. Tuesdays, hear unusual music and comedy. No Hatasha's there with well smooth smooth and, uh, top tune that uh, yeah I like that very much they're, they're just amazing aren't they? it's such a funky brilliant band they're great live as well and when they're in Sheffield next which will be hopefully soon uh, then get yourself down there because they're brilliant and just had a tip on Twitter saying that if you like No Hatasha's keep an eye on the Crystal stage for Tramlines 2016 mm. so Hopefully they'll be playing there. Uh, they played there last year, and that, that's where I first saw them. And uh, they are an excellent band live. They were on, on a little bit early, I think, but uh, well worth the view. Well, I will be available tramlines this year because don't mm. work weekends no more. Yeah. I was in Tenerife last I missed the whole festival last year. Tenerife. <laughs> well, Tenerife. I, I, I did the whole thing just about in Crystal because the, the bands... Are, were that good. Yeah, yeah they're that good. And you don't have to then traipse off to... The Ponderosa and stuff. Um, if, if there's bands you want to see well, on there, I, fair enough. But. I didn't do a lot with tram lines last year. In fact, I did nothing. It was the. Am I getting mixed up with the year? Ooh, am I getting mixed up with the year before? 
Uh, I mean, see you tram lines this year, didn't no, it? Last didn't, year, yeah. should I say? No. Year before was struts on that, weren't it? Yeah, year before was struts. Yeah. Like I say, top line. We got struts. We got desperate journalists. Got... Ian Brown did uh, last year, didn't he? Uh, was he main stage? I think he was, but I didn't go to main stage because yeah. I didn't didn't really want to go. Um, the, the the Devonshire Green stage is all there. It's just the exposed stage now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah which is fair. Which is another good kind of showcase of local talent. Yeah, I, I, I do like the fact that you can see so many great local bands in like you know a short short space. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, it's good. I'm Definitely trying to good. decide: do I want to put gigs on or just experience the festival? Me still, I'm at that stage in my mind. Do I? Do we put some on and put on a, a bit of a show? But it's, it comes with its own stresses. I don't know if I want it. I might just, <laughs> I might just want to enjoy the festival, if you know what I mean, and just choose yeah. what I want to do. Yeah, that's fair <clears> enough. I don't know. That's fair enough, isn't it? So, so house bands. Where do you stand with house bands then? Because you don't tend to see a lot of them now, do you? You, you would get sort of a, a bar with a house band that would sort of. Yeah, you're going back a while yeah. to see something like that. I think. Well, yeah. I know, I, I know. Um, when they used to do the Friday Night Project, they used to have a house band. They used to have a guest band every week, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Alan Partridge used to have a guest a house yeah. band, but obviously that was a bit of a spoof. <laughs> what do you think? What do you do? You think the concept's gone now, where you go into a bar and you've got a house band? I can't ever remember seeing one. Yeah, it used to, used to be mainly kind of your clubs and stuff. You got them I in. Mean, well, clubs it? are dying, aren't they? Clubs are a dying, yeah. dying beast. Yeah, you didn't didn't tend to see them as much in bars. Like American TV, you talk about TV, American TV, yeah, all, all the late it, shows yeah. and stuff, they they all have the house bands. Yeah. Um, I think it's a nice idea. I'd like to, if I could find a, if I could find a band that I liked in a, in, a, in a boozer that I could call me local. Yeah. Well, obviously not me local in the sense, but a boozer that I would go in all the time. I think that would be nice. What used to be great, we're down at Deep End, uh, Rawson Spring in Hillsborough when it yeah, used to be Deep End, yeah. and Lazy Dollars used to play. They were like a, a, a house band, and they were just... Brilliant! They just do any cover you want and do yeah, your own yeah, stuff. Yeah. I think they, um, I think um, the people from Lazy Dollies do a similar kind of thing at Yellow Arch now on All Thursdays right, and yeah. Sundays, like a jam, jam night type thing where they host the gig and. I've still got not, like a house band, and then people can get up and play and all. I've still not been into Yellow Arch since they did it out. So it's, it's a great venue. You, you've got a gig coming up there, haven't you? Yeah, eleventh of March. Uh, yeah. Velcro Teddy Bears, Ruby mm. Blues, uh, Fraser, and Matt Longdon, my boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's my first ever like proper gig, if you, if you know what I mean, with tickets and things. Um, so yeah, that's my first big, you know, gig at Yellow Arch, and you can buy tickets now. They're all available from the bands, and there's gonna, mm. it's going to be available online soon. Tickets. Um, yeah, so I'm excited and a bit, little bit scared by. <laughs> The whole new venture, but I've got a cracking lineup, so I can't see it not doing all right. I might have to come down to that one and experience yeah, good on you. the you yellow arch experience. Well, details of that are, of course, on the Carl Maloney Presents page on uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, just just search for Carl and you know, yeah, hit it up. We've had a joke on on the Twitter, which uh, you you can have this one for any comedy routine you might do in the future, Carl. <laughs> uh, it says, "Why should you never change your sandwich toaster?" <laughs> Better the Breville, you know. <laughs> Complete with brand names. <laughs> I like that, it's good. Other sandwich toasters are available. <laughs> and that, that comes from Ray on Twitter, thank you. Um, Carl, do you, uh, do you like cheese? I like oh, cheese, God. yes. Not cheese puns again. What? I like the cheese puns. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if you'd heard about the explosion in the cheese factory. Go on. You've, I'm sure I've heard. I, I listened to this show, you know, I've probably heard this, go on. Oh, you must be only one then. 
All that was left was debris. Yeah, you've, it's been on the show before, that one. Well, for the, sorry. Yeah. My, sorry, mem- my memory's not very good, but for, <laughs> for the benefit of uh, you know the, the Macedonians and the Bosnians... Um, yeah, use that. Take that out. Make that cheese you, joke. You can make, use it. You can yeah. use it yourself. In Macedonia, go mental. Then. Yeah, massive in Macedonia, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, do you know what I'd like to do? I'd like what? to do like um, like a live music show, you know, because Sheffield Live have got um, TV. Yes. I'd like to do a live music show on the telly. I think that'd be great. But I just think it'd be a big a big job. What do you reckon? Yeah. It, it, it'll be a lot. It'll just take, as long as you do a lot of planning for yeah for that. It'll be great. Well, I mean, it's not it's not utilised enough Sheffield Live TV. I don't think it is. I don't know um, the reason behind that, but well, it's the it was a flagship one. Steve Steve Buckley um, and Sangeet sort of they were the they were the base. They wrote they the championed it. Yeah, they, they, they championed community radio and then community TV. Um, so it's it's a bit of a shame, but I think I think I think it it would be achievable doing live. Mm. It'd be a big it'd be a big operation, but yeah. once you've got it nailed down, I think it'd be great. Yeah, corporation have got their program on there now haven't they where they they do it on YouTube though do they, they do it on YouTube but I think they, they've started doing it on Sheffield Live as well now where oh, they, they interview bands and stuff um, it's not live didn't it's, know it's that. recorded, recorded as live yeah. what's yeah. the black square thing that I've, I've seen, that, that's, seen previews um, of? that's on Leeds Live isn't it is it yeah uh, well, Trash are on it I've seen them advertised and yeah. there's a few other bands so, that are on it it's like a like a a makeshift Jules Holland type. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. It's Thing, um, yeah. it's Janice uh, Janice, the filmographer from GSK Films. He, he's right. uh, he's doing it with a with a few of his contacts. Um, oh, but have, have you ever have you ever watched Leeds Live? No, I've, and, I've and seen no. like Made in Leeds, that Made in Leeds type. Yeah, community yeah. TV thing. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and, and London Live. They're they're just they've obviously got some massive money behind them because they yeah. they've got such uh, like a smooth production. The London Live has like fairly modern released films on every mm. weekend and stuff like that. So they got some yeah. money behind them, um, which obviously Sheffield Live can't do as a community charity thing. But yeah. Well, yeah. It, it can it can attract uh, sponsorship and advertising and mm. any, any donations. It's a non-profit yeah. organisation, but it could always use a bit of money. Yeah, so send Sheffield Live your money, people. Keep us on the air. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I just think that would be, be really good, but if somebody's already done it, then it's a bit late, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't know that. No. I, I think, you know, we were saying TFI, is it is it a done thing, but... We need a good music program on the telly again now. That's not people singing other people's songs and. What, well, what do you make of Jules Holland? Because he's been going a long time. Must be doing something right. I did watch Jules Holland the other day, and I thought Paul Weller's turning into a bit like Arsene Wenger. I think he's, he's morphing into Arsene Wenger a little bit when you look <laughs> at Paul Weller these days. What can't speak English? <laughs> <laughs> You were, were on the, were on Jules Holland the other day. On the hooting anything. Yeah, I, I didn't like, watch. I usually it, watch it. Like watching Arsene Wenger play at piano. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I do like Jules Holland, um, and he does have a good variety of people. I remember that even last year he had kind of Skepta on and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, so you, you get your normal rock and roll and Indian. He's he branches out into all the other types of music as well, blues and whatever. He's the man, isn't he? Yeah, but I, I, th- I think this, there's. It's about time we had a prime time music show, you know, like top of the pops ish that we, we need back. Yeah. Get people back into music. A lot of people consume music through YouTube, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So they, they kind of, it's already been done, but everybody's just doing it on their own sets these days. Yeah. So they don't need demand. a set program at a set time at night, mm. I don't think. But it, it, I'd like to see something. 
yeah, but which is which is a good point. I think that's uh, that's the thing with with kids nowadays. Like they've grown up with YouTube for the last yeah. kind of ten, fifteen years or whatever. Well, you were saying last week it's the second biggest search engine, isn't it? Yeah, second mm-hmm. biggest biggest search engine in the world after Google, and it's owned by Google, funnily enough. But, yeah, um, yeah, they've done done a good deal, yeah. there, haven't they? Mm. And then uh, Neil's just tweeted us in saying the problem with music TV shows these days is that they don't have an edge to it. It's all safe and dull, which I agree with as well. Yeah, you know, know you know what really annoys me more than anything is MTV. I used to love sitting and it's watching not a MTV. music channels. It no, it's just yeah. a stupid reality thing. Yeah, just get absolute trash on there. Although I've been guilty of watching Catfish a few times, but. Um, I, I I watched that once because I thought it were a documentary on catfish in the bottom <laughs> <laughs> and then quickly realised it's not and then turned it off <laughs> there was actually a really good documentary on catfish in the bottom end on uh, iPlayer just before Christmas mm. it was like about about 30 minutes long just really? focused entirely on them it was really good cool Okay, well, back onto the music, and we're going to play another Danny Pietnik uh, tune. This one is Lines in the Sand. This is the one he had um, played on BBC Introducers. I can't say that. BBC Introducers. Introducing. BBC Introducing. Whatever. So get it Get it right. <laughs> get it right, and then Stop say it properly. Bond wrong. <laughs> yeah, so this is Danny Pietnik, Lines in the Sand. He will be playing uh, two dates for Carl Maloney in February and March. Yeah, man.
Danny Pietnik with Lines in the Sand. That was the one he got played on BBC Introducing. <laughs> yes, with Christian Carlyle on a Saturday night. Yes, um, and he will be playing... Um, you're spelling that wrong, by the way. It's W-E-E-K. <laughs> it's speaking to Jones. That can't be me, surely. No, it's you. Oh, it's on video. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, Carl is spelling, spelling the name of our show wrong. I know. I, will, I, I, don't, I can't get my head around how squeaky spell. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, uh, Danny will be playing uh, the Washington uh, for Carmel and Presents on Friday the 13th. Oh, no, it might not be a Friday. The 13th of February. Don't know why I said Friday. I hope it's not a Friday. Friday the 13th. It's, it'll be a Saturday. Good. <laughs> lucky, lucky. Uh, and March at um, where? Washington, Washington. Oh, the Washington, yeah. both at the Washington. Which is, I, I think... Oh, Washington and Frog and Parrot, isn't the, it? One, the, the team behind the Washington have, have kind of done really well with that place over the last year. They've moved the stage around a little bit and they've been tinkering with things and it's... It's a bit it, of a funny it, one because it's two rooms, isn't it, separated with the yeah. arches, so you need to be in one you, room. It, but if you're in the other room, you can see through the arch. Bands need to tell people to move and all because some, sometimes yeah. they don't. Yeah. Um, and once you get people in that little room, it's an amazing experience really it's a great I, I just love how how the Washington is set out me I think it, I think Nick who does the sound is brilliant and I think the team behind the Washington have pushed it as a music venue now and instead mm. of being a bit off and off put is it a pub is it a music venue or what but yeah I think it there's some great bands coming out of there you know? well the, the night we'd been to see October Drifting and Slow Readers and then came into Washington mm. when you'd got uh, yeah, yeah. who'd you got on um, it was a Leathernecks Leathernecks yeah. yeah I did a I did a charity, charity night thingy, yeah. um, and the DJ that was on afterwards was brilliant as well very good night in there to say very good uh, I've, I've had a message from Ray uh, she's disappointed with your call because you haven't you haven't done one of your catchphrases of saying everybody all right, everybody. All right, everybody. Have I got it? Oh, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be aware of that for the rest of my life now. It's, it's great. It's like if, if you've ever been to one of Carl's gigs and he's <laughs> introducing the bands, it, it'll always step up and go, All right, everybody. <laughs> I don't even know I did that. <laughs> well, you do now. I do say ladies and gentlemen a lot. Oh, I'm, I'm aware of that, but so I can't do anything about that. That's it. I can't do anything. I literally can't do anything about that. It's, it's, it's a bit of a... A problem I've got. But, it, is, yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah. And we've had bad news this week, haven't we, Carl? Oh, no. John Joe Keane has decided to take a break from music. Yeah, bless him. Um, he puts, I, I don't know how long it'll be. Yeah. Sure I don't know how long he'll uh, be. I don't know if he's just trying to milk it a while and trying to get a bit of attention. But <laughs> Might be a comeback gig. Yeah. Comeback gig next week. <laughs> yeah. He's back. Yeah. Now, I've got a lot of time for that lad on, on a personal level. He's a... He's a Funny lad, he's, and I like him as a guy. Okay, like saying he's one of the nicest people you'll yeah, ever yeah. meet. He's, uh, he's all over his, his Facebook and stuff. He, he does everything right in terms of promoting his music and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, a bit of a shame that he's, he's taking a break. He'll come back. He'll be back in three <laughs> or four months. That boy. Yeah. Massive. I think he's going to eat a lot. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to. Well, he's spending a lot of time with the, with the kids and stuff, isn't he? Yeah. Why not? If you've, had, if you've had him, got to look pay, after him. Pay attention to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he could have just got a cat. Yeah, exactly. Two. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. So why have you not brought the cats today, Carl? I'm very upset. I tried, oh. and Fernando bit me head off. Uh, Rita's going through issues at the minute. <laughs> to be fair, you have you have been injured. It's quite, yeah, it's quite a serious injury. It is quite bad actually. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the, it, it just wasn't right for him today. But oh. 
They could have had a nice nice run around in the studio. I'd, I'd, I'd tell you what, I'd, I'd have loved to have them pelting around the studio, just going mental. Are they, are they it, naughty? It would be, it'd be, a, it'd be a dream, absolute dream come true, that. What, for them or for you? For, for, I think for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it would, yeah. I wanted to see whether we could get one to meow into a microphone. Oh, That's exactly that. what I was going to do. Yeah. I can make them talk. You put them under your arm and squeeze them a little bit. <laughs> like a bagpipe? Yeah, like a bagpipe, a cat bagpipe, <laughs> and then they talk. Yeah, so if, oh, if you ever on, I, I have conversations with people on the phone a lot. Do you know when you use phones? Yeah. Um, and they always ask, is that, is that Rita or Fernando? And I make them talk. Well, I thought we could have sort of got are one they, of them to sit now? down on the chair then gone yeah well, they, yeah they, they do they do talk to you Rita comes in and says hello every time if, if anybody from the RSPCA is listening and, and wants to oh you don't uh, squeeze it hard you just squeeze it a bit <laughs> and wants to deal with this this systematic abuse of animals oh, no, please no, get no, in no. touch no they're perfectly happy with I, what's going I, on I can imagine that they get a lot of love in your house yeah definitely <laughs> are they yeah. brother and sister because they're both black aren't they they're brother and brother Rita's a boy yes Right. Why? Why not? They called it Rita. Why not? It's better than boy names like James Tiddles. Yeah, normal <laughs> catty types. I like animals should be called human names. Yeah, I know, but Rita's a girl's name. Yeah, but they don't know. <laughs> Rita don't know if it's a, that is a girl girl's name. Has it grown up with issues? No, it's fine. It's, I think it's made it a stronger person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Rita's a modern man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, to be fair, is there? You get, you get, like, they don't know. The thing is, that you can call them out. They don't know. They don't know they're called Rita and Fernando anyway. No, of course yeah. they don't. So I call them little swines and they still come. I'm glad you said swine. <laughs> no, I know, yeah. <laughs> Me too. That was close. Um, yeah, one thing I had seen. Um, now, we, we've not seen a lot of it in England, but in America, um, the Campbell's soup advert, there's, there's two dads and a little boy feeding this uh, lad soup and this like feeding a cat soup no no <laughs> that's and what it, I'd like to see and uh, this woman had uh, like sent um, Campbell's a message on Facebook saying I'm disgusted that you have two fathers and a little boy and all this and Campbell's had replied saying well why don't you try some Campbell's chicken noodle soup to warm your cold dead heart <laughs> oh dear <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was class. Yeah. Um, actually, then discovered that it's not really Campbell's. It was a Campbell's spoof thing. Like. Yeah, it's uh, one, of, one of those accounts that goes around like um, answering, like with a similar name, answering the, uh, the, there's the a, questions. Th- there's a brilliant one um, called JD Weatherspoon Not, and uh, uh-huh. he waits till people tweet Weatherspoons and then replies as Weatherspoons and puts <laughs> some really. Um, That's really good. He does like three that. or four kind of half sensible ones, doesn't he? To yeah. lull, lull them in, and then, goes and then, then just yeah. lays into lays them. into them completely. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. It's uh, it's chewing gum for the eyeballs. I'm, I'm <laughs> laying into uh, Virgin Media at the minute. They're doing my editing. Oh yeah, what have they done? I'm with Virgin. Just, what have they done? Call, call just them send out. Him, just sending me posts all the time, every other week, and I've, I've and I've, you go on Twitter and they answer you back and that, and then it's same person, it's same conversation and that. I must have literally had five packs of welcome things offering me oh, all these deals in yeah. last month. And I felt for and they're not supposed to do it anymore, but you they're still doing it. You can't have them because it's for brand new customers only. No, but I've I'm, tried I it. I'm not with Edgy. Oh, I am, you see. And they keep yeah. sending me these offers yeah. through. I'm like, well, why well, can't I have them? a proper company. <laughs> they give me good, deals. Virgin are doing my edit. Good internet, though, with Virgin. 
I did, you what? Good, well, whatever. Um, I, just, I just don't like him. I'll tell you who is doing my head in at the minute, and that's the Star Neil website. Oh. Well, other, other than Neil Hargreaves, <laughs> the, the Star website. It's very annoying, isn't it, website Star? I like, I like reading local stories. Yeah. And that. I annoying. would imagine it's a whole Johnson's Press thing, but you go in to read an article on the Star website now, and you have, you get the first paragraph, and then there's an advert, and you have to click on the advert to reveal the rest of the article. That, that is very annoying, that. Do you want yeah. me to come onto your website and read something or not? Yeah. It's just so frustrating. I think it's still raining outside. <laughs> I think it might be, yeah. <laughs> DJ Ski is up next with uh, Platinum Plates at 3 o'clock. Um, we're not talking to you this week, Rob, because you're naughty on the mic. Because <laughs> you're naughty on the mic. I've just told a wonderful story. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself... You two don't need chicken noodle soup. <laughs> yeah, we don't, don't need chicken noodle soup. Yes, we, we have definitely not got cold dead hearts, have we, James? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is very annoying when you're trying to read, especially something like the news. Oh, if so it's, it's, if it's, it's a newspaper website, yeah. and you go on, and you can't read the news. They just, they just put lots of stuff in your way, don't they? It's just yeah. annoying. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like if you buy the newspaper, and then they've glued an, art, uh, an advert of the article, yeah. and you, go, yeah. you wouldn't do it, would you? You it's, just would never buy the newspaper again, yeah. so you're not going to go on the website again, will you? No, then Metro, it, Metro do that at all. It, it, Sun newspaper do it and all that. It's yeah. it, just annoying with adverts. Mm. They just put adverts in your way. Yeah, well, the Sun's just gone free again, hasn't it? They had the paywall for a while. You had right. to subscribe to read. Really? Yeah. So that, to read that rubbish. Yeah. So, so they've they've obviously been getting the money back. But hey, when you go onto a website, and there's what what's called an interstitial ad, which pops up before you can read anything. Mm. It's just and so you've got to find that X to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Annoying. There's, there's so many websites doing it now. It's just so annoying. So yes, the start. If you're listening, sort your website out. I can't imagine they are, but you know, <laughs> just in case. Is any is any star website technicians on holiday in Macedonia? Please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so the podcast will be available on Acast and um, iTunes yeah. tomorrow, probably. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, we've had a bit of a problem getting the stuff on YouTube over the last week or so, but yes. we're working on that this week. I think I think it's the two-hour shows that have probably killed it. Yeah. Um, because it's just too long to render, isn't it? It's yeah, horrendous. It's just t- taking forever. Oh dear. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Where do you get these from? Uh, it, it, you know, I've had a lot of time on my hands over Christmas during during the commercial breaks and all the fools and horses on UK Gold. I've, I've had nothing else to do. Um, so yeah, we'll be back next week. Back to an hour. Yeah, I think back Paul, at two o'clock. Yeah, Paul Teller should be back from twelve. So no, that's not right, is it? Yeah, no, it is right. Twelve till two, and then we're on at two till yeah. three. So yeah, we'll be back for an hour next week. Um, no special guests, just me and James. Have you enjoyed yourself, Carl? I've very much enjoyed spending the afternoon with you boys. Thank you. Thanks for having me down. Oh, you're welcome. What are you going to do next week? Um, I don't know what I'm doing next weekend. Um, I'm not looking that far ahead. Oh, is is I might be watching a bit of football. FA Cups on. Sheffield United away. At oh, Man- yeah. Manchester United. I'll be watching that. Are you a United fan? Hi. All oh, right. Living not not living in there. Uh, <laughs> Rob's yeah. Rob's piped up again. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, not living in Illsbury. It's not, Carl. Oh well, it's, it's all right. Are you not from Illsbury then? Originally? No, I'm from Cleveland Town then originally. Oh well, that makes sense then. Yeah. Geography wise, mm. yeah, yeah, fair enough. Mm. But you are in the wrong room of people for. for well, it's all right, you know. Whatever. So have you calmed down from yesterday yet? After. Another, win, another win away. Are you going to win the Champions League this week or what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, we're only a couple of points off the playoffs now, aren't we, yeah. Wednesday? Uh, good goal and all. Good goal. It were a good goal, I'll give you that. It it very good. Great goal. Right, well, just time to say goodbye. Um, don't forget uh, to check Carl Maloney Presents out on Facebook and wherever else. Uh, to check out all the gigs that are coming up. One at Yellow Arch and then uh, the ones happening in February March with Danny Pietnik. Thanks to all the bands that have um, sent us music in for this week. Thanks for all the bands that we've played. Yeah. Um, you will get a lowdown of who we've played on, on Facebook as well after the show. Um, let's say DJ Ski's up next at three with Platinum Plates. We're back next week uh, at two. Yeah. Two Join two us. Three. Um, it's been uh, lovely. And then we've got ten seconds to fill. James, sort it. Yes. Well, I love you all. Uh, I would like <laughs> like world peace. And uh, it's not a Miss Universe uh, interview. <laughs> Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.